Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Feels Like Weezer. It's the weekly podcast where we talk about Weezer's entire discography, song by song, track by track. Uh, I'm Zach Frecking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log, and I'm Eric Nash uh, from Watchmen Minute. And uh, joining us from uh, from our uh, this guy, we got this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you for having me. I'm uh, Matt Koss, actually. Just a really big Weezer fan, honestly. I don't have too much to plug except for I'm in a 90s cover band here in Sacramento, California called Inverness95. And uh, you can find us on Instagram. That's Inverness95 and spelled I-N-V-E-R-N-E-S-S-95. And we do cover Weezer. That's the important question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so as of right now, it's only Say It Ain't So, but I believe we're going to add Sweater Song soon. Perfect. Great choices. Those are two really solid choices. Well, thanks. Uh, I mean, you all know my opinion on Pinkerton, so. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, Matt, uh, do, you, do, you, do you play or sing or both? Uh, I'm a bass player, actually. So I, I play bass, and then I sing backing vocals yeah. as well. In, like, bass tenor or bass voice right that's that's what it is you play the bass you sing bass it's you know you're all about that bass yeah Wrong yeah we'll say podcast. that i'm all about um, that bass <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid joke <laughs> so uh well that that's great yeah no man you had me at cover band and then you said 90s and i'm like this is the best that's the cover I, what what uh give us a sampling of some of the other songs what else do you play Geez, uh, so really we're just trying to play mostly alt-rock from the 90s. So we'll cover oh, Green Day, Nirvana, uh, Pearl Jam, Blink-182, Weezer. Uh, we even throw in a few kind of, you know, the Friends theme song just to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That Thing You Do we recently added, which I must say, doing that on bass mm-hmm. and singing backing vocals, if anybody's a bass player, it's really... It's it's definitely confusing, so I was happy I executed it well the last uh, set that we did. But uh, we actually had a concert about a week ago, which is totally surprising. Uh, yeah. Social distanced, uh, people were sitting at separate picnic benches and everything, but we played 47 songs. It took us about three and a half hours uh, with Good a couple Lord. little breaks in there. Yeah, so that was a long show, I must say. We just played at a brewery, but a lot of fun. I really like doing it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That that uh that sounds like the perfect band for me, honestly. Like all of everybody that you mentioned, it's like my childhood. Uh and it's the only music I listen to now is just all rock from the nineties and podcasts and that's it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I just listen to Weezer and um feels like Weezer podcast, so that's oh, stop all. it. You're already <laughs> on our good side. Jeez. Uh how you doing, Eric? I'm pretty good. Good to hear. Oh, there's my kid. Uh, yeah, great to hear. Good to hear from you. Just, uh, just checking in. See how you're doing. Okay. Uh, well, today uh, we are going to talk about the uh, second track from Make Believe, but also the third single from Make Believe, which is Perfect Situation. What's the deal with my brain? Why am I so obviously insane? 
In a perfect situation I let love down the drain There's the pitch, slow and straight All I have to do is swing And I'm a hero But I'm a zero Hungry nights once again Now it's getting unbelievable Cause I could not have it better But I just can't get no play From the girls all around As they search the night So, man, we'd like to start with the guest. What uh, what do you think of this song? So, I actually have... Uh, is it okay if I do a quick story about the song? I kind of have a story. I remember exactly the first time I heard it. Absolutely. We want to hear all about it. <laughs> Great. So, <laughs> I was actually back in high school, and I remember my sophomore year in high school, I, I really wasn't into music my whole life. And then sophomore year of high school... The first album I ever bought was the Blue Album uh, by Weezer, and obviously just got really into it. I'd listen. That was pretty much the only album that I would just listen to over and over and over again. Um, that, and I also discovered the Third Eye Blind self-titled album uh, in my dad's music drawer. So I'd listen to that um, anyway. So what I was that got, one called? Uh, it was just self-titled uh, Third Eye Blind. A, I, it was. It was a joke. That's... Oh. Okay. Sorry. Moving on. Um, (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I was out, um, I was running cross country at the time, and I was out on a run by myself, and I was listening to Weezer Pandora, because I realized, okay, probably there's more music that I'd like if the only album I ever listened to is Weezer, so I'm going to go ahead and try to branch out, (laughs) listen to some Pandora, and see what see what happens. Uh-huh. So, you know, it'd pop up with some different artists, kind of like I said, the 90s alt type of artists. And one time I was running and Perfect Situation popped on. And at the beginning of the song, I'm like, wow, this sounds totally like Weezer. I mean, I mean, this is great. I, I, it probably is Weezer. And then the, the verse comes on. Uh-huh. And when the verse comes on, because all I had listened to at the time was Blue Album, it didn't. It didn't sound like Weezer anymore to me. It his voice was a little bit different. It felt a little more. <laughs> I don't know. I a little bit more like he was trying to rap. A little bit more like he was trying forcibly to be cool. Whereas in the Blue Album, he was mm. you know not trying. He was just nerdy and uh, longing and stuff. And um, so I'm like, oh yeah, never mind. It doesn't sound like him anymore. But the intro is really cool. Um, and then when the chorus comes, I'm like, man, this has to be Rivers. I mean, it sounds just like him. <laughs> and, and then by the end, I was sold because at the end, actually, of the song, and you know, I'm sure you guys have heard, um, he tries to match his vocals <laughs> to the guitar, kind of like he does a lot mm-hmm. in Pinkerton and a few times on the Blue Album. Um, mm-hmm. And that was very, for me, at least at the time, I know my music you know, listening taste was very limited. But at the time, right. I thought, that is totally Weezer. I haven't heard anybody else that really matches the vocals exactly to the guitar like that. So right mm-hmm. after my run was over, I get home, I look it up, and I'm like, oh my God, I was right. I, I was so happy in myself <laughs> as a little sophomore in high school. I'm like, I totally nailed it. It's, it's Weezer, man. And um, sure enough, I downloaded this song and none of the other songs from this album. Yeah. But um, that was... 
basically that increased my Weezer listening to the Blue album as well as Perfect Situation. So, <laughs> so that's my little history that I have with this song. That's that's great, uh, you know, because I, what's actually kind of funny is that I was going to say that I think this would fit tonally in with the Blue Album pretty well. Um, so I think that's kind of funny how you mentioned that it's like, oh, that doesn't sound like anything on the Blue Album. And I'm like, but, but I think it does. Um, no, and also I was expecting you to, like, check your phone or something when... Uh, you know, the song comes on and you got like hit by a bus or something. That was my, oh, okay. that was where my mind immediately went. Uh, you know, which shows, shows me kind of a place I'm in right now. Um, yeah. So you like the song, I'm guessing. Yeah, you know, I'm, you'll get my rating at the end. Um, I, I really enjoy the guitar work a lot. Um, the, mm-hmm. the verse, I find the lyrics actually to be pretty fun. I, I mean, they're, they're well written. I'll put it that way. I feel like he's awkward in a Rivers way, which is really. I, he's very good at expressing his awkwardness in his lyrics. Yes, and so I appreciate yes. the verse. The part that I really do not like at all about the song is the chorus. Yeah. I just, it really feels like he was just going for a stadium anthem when he wrote this song. And mm-hmm. even when I did see them in concert, I don't think they even played this song. And it, it just seems like the song that was written for the audience. Like, okay, sing it now. Oh, you know? And it just, to me, it just felt, it, it was too corny. Um, yeah. But overall, I do enjoy the song. I would say that. Okay, so because you brought up the chorus, I have to ask, uh, <laughs> which direction do you normally go? Do you go up or down? With the, I go with up. the end of the song. You go up? Yeah. I've always gone down. I'd never heard the up version until like two days ago. No way. So, mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, I, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I, I do want to hear Eric's uh, take on the song first, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm kind of pretty similar there with you, Matt, with as far as, you know, how the verse is pretty different from previous stuff of theirs that, uh, you know, I definitely, and I, th- I think a lot of it has to do with, I mean, you know, maybe there's been some piano much more lower in the mix in, in these previous four albums that we've gone over at points. I mean, not, it couldn't have been as, but I don't think it's as much as what we end up hearing throughout the rest of this album, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, but, but it's definitely at least for this song, it's, I mean, it is, it is the main uh, instrument I, I i at least i listen to uh and i and i hear in the verse um mm-hmm. in the verses but um and and yeah and, and also that chorus it's 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 yeah it just struck me that hey wait there's really hardly any lyrics i mean he's just saying the word singing and then goes into the mm-hmm. yeah uh now for you do you go up or down well now that i'm not totally sure what you're saying you're, you're talking about pitch right yeah, at the end, it's yeah. uh, either the oh, whoa, whoa, or uh, it goes up. I think I go up. I, 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 so I apparently got like a first pressing yeah. uh, or first uh, recording or first release of this CD um, because, you know, I, I have it ripped to my phone and it's it they go down. It's before they cut it for uh, the, the single. No, but I, I I really like this tune. I think it's 
honestly one of the best ones on the album. Not the best, but definitely one of the hmm. better ones. I think they should have led with this as a single. But, you know, Beverly Hills, I mean, it's it's Titanic. You can't really beat that. But, um, you know, I think it, it's, it's a really good song. The... Uh, the lyrics are just like it tells such a great story. Um, excuse me, and I really like in the in the uh, I guess the third verse where he kind of gets this uh, you know like get your hands off the girl, and then like right after work, like right after that, um, he's like, oh, but I, I I get why she you know cheats on me, so hmm. you know he has all this confidence and bravado, and then he goes right back to oh well you. Know. I guess so. Whatever you want, babe. Um, which I think is a great encapsulation of just Weezer and Weezer fans in general. Um, which, you know, is what it is. But, uh, yeah, so the, like, just starting right off the bat, that uh, that opening <laughs> guitar bit is, is great. Um Although I am glad they cut it down for the radio edit. Um, you know, it just, it felt like it goes on a little bit too long. Uh, which I think mirrors pretty well the ending of the song. Um, when I think they go a little bit too long uh, with the outro as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, well, well, well you're going to you're gonna have a, a segment on the music video, right? I forget if you said Oh, absolutely. Before. We are. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, I mean, just, it... it, it it ties into what with what you're saying though is that for the music video i think it worked well but yeah mm-hmm. i totally get it on the radio yeah sure okay oh, we yeah. got it yep. we can have I'll... it on the album that's great we got there but <laughs> good good i'm glad that we worked this out <laughs> that we could you know we know what's going to be on this album that was released 15 <laughs> years ago um, exactly kind of like what you were saying too um you know instead of leading with Beverly Hills leading with this instead on the album if this was the first track that intro would have been perfect you know Mm -hmm. I think it's just it's a long intro that would have been great for the first song on the album Uh, Mm -hmm. it's it's almost kind of what I expect it's almost kind of what I expect for Van Weezer you know that that, Mm -hmm. that would get something like that you know with how they're styling it (laughs) as very 80s guitar driven (laughs) All right, guys, let's speculate wildly on what Van Weezer is going to be and then be incredibly disappointed when it comes out. Um, because, they, come on, guys, is it going to come out? I don't think it is at this point. It's all just, it's all, they're going to release the uh, the Cobalt album and it's going to be more covers. Um, but yeah, I think that would be, you know, uh, that's a, that is a I didn't even think about that, but that is a really good opening for for an album because, yeah. you know, and, and it, it's a departure from what we see in Maladroit, you know, um, where you're gonna have this album which has a lot more melodic music, whereas with Maladroit you almost get kind of like this, uh, you know, de- that's definitely alt rock, you know, punk, and then you've got this where it kind of just you know, you've got more of a, an almost a prod, uh, <laughs> let me try that again, uh, almost an operatic feeling to it, you know, especially with your O's in here, um, which goes straight into the, uh, the melodrama of 
of make-believe, in my opinion, where, you know, you've got this, this album that deals a lot with internal pain uh, and internal self-worth issues. Uh, so, you know, you kind of get this very sad... That's why I like the, the chorus going down instead of going up, because it's like he's losing his hope, you know. Um, I just said a lot of words there. so <laughs> Well, well um, uh, uh, to the lyrics for me, something on the lyrics, uh, and in the first verse here, you know, we get this uh, this uh, the baseball analogy. Uh, so yeah. that's that's a bit different than, than what we've had, at least the twice out of the four albums of uh, wrestling. So we are, right? We are progressing <laughs> upwards, shall I say? <laughs> um, I, what? In, wait, in hold sports. on a second. Yeah, you're trying. <laughs> are you trying to tell me that baseball is better than professional wrestling? Is that what you're saying to me, Eric? I suppose it's per- at least at least personally preferable. You can, you can take my opinion. <laughs> no, I get you. Um, you know. But I'm just saying, professional wrestling does go all year round. They don't need a, they don't need a dumb break like these baseball players do. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you know, it's and you know, it's just uh, you don't have to run the bases or anything. Matt, talk to me. What you got? <laughs> well, I, I can address the baseball wrestling in that. You know, honestly, I will take the wrestling side. Um, I do not like either potential. <laughs> personally uh, but the wrestling you had me, is actually you had me in the first half it, well you lie. know what no here here i'll i'll save myself a little bit um the wrestling i actually used to be in a punk rock band uh, about a year ago and we had a studio where in the studio there was a television and while we were playing on the television always because mm-hmm. of our bass player in that band i was actually playing guitar uh we would watch wrestling and it just totally fit the music. And I Absolutely. totally enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch wrestling when I get home tonight. I never did. It was only when I was playing no. that I enjoyed wrestling. And I was uh, very into it while I was playing because the energy was there, I tell you. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, no. I also have a confession to make, guys. Uh, oh, God. I've listened to every Weezer album all the way through many times, except to Make Believe is the only album I've never listened to. Really? Yes, I, I am 100% serious. So I'm going to commit to listening to each song before I listen to your guys' episodes. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, But, um, you know, obviously I've heard Beverly Hills in Perfect Situation. Uh, but I mean, besides those, none of them. Uh, well, make sure to hop into the Feels Like Weezer Listener Society uh, and tell <laughs> us what you think after every, every song. Um, that's a plug. Did you see that? That was a smooth segue, Eric. I'm really good at these. I've been uh, I've been crushing them with these past two episodes, but uh, yeah, I, that's so. I think the baseball metaphor does fit this well, though. Uh, you know, because this I'm not even going to go into it. That's dumb. I'm done with that. Uh, I'm going to cut that whole part out. I think your points were great. I'm just done with it. Uh, as in the things that I said. So uh, yeah, what else do you guys got? Um, I didn't have much more for the uh, lyrics, but uh, then one of my uh, normal things I, I mention, uh, stuff that are stuff that's in the right channel or left channel. Give me the only. channels. <laughs> Give me the channels. Okay, we got in the right channel only. We got uh, in the chorus. 
there's a descending kind of clean toned guitar that's that's there it's in a right right only and in, in, in both these cases these are these are these these two different things are are mixed kind of low you know they're they're not they're not too apparent um but then so then in the left channel only uh it's 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 a it's a rhythm guitar kind of uh riff that's happening um that's kind of it's it, there's a little bit of a distortion to it but it, again it's it's kind of light it's a light strum it's not a heavy the heavy chunky strum that i think you probably think mm-hmm. about um for anyone that's just just uh trying to remember what the song sounds like you know or whatever right but uh it's it's huh. it's there in the left channel only during about during, during the during the verses this, okay. this little rhythm. During all the verses. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's there each time, I think. Uh, I mean, this this song, tonally, it is one of the most catchy songs for being so... For being as complicated as it is. Because, I mean, it's a pretty... It's a pretty complicated song. Like, when you, when you listen to it. You know, there's a lot of... Uh, for me it feels like i guess because i'm not a musician but uh for me it feels like there's a lot of movement to the song does that make sense like yeah you you get what i'm saying so god i sound pretentious but um you know it it really does feel like there's you know on top of the lyrics you change it from kind of this like uh this kind of chugging that Mm -hmm. very light chugging and then you kind of go into that very smooth um chorus and then you've got the bridge, which is something completely different. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, and then the solo, which is just mm, uh, beautiful. Uh, mm, mm, give me some more of that. This is there's a great solo in this song. Uh, absolutely, like for coming off of Beverly Hills, which has that really cool, like kind of wah wah talk box kind of thing. Um, to this, where it's just like a straight old-fashioned a good old-fashioned Weeza guitar solo um you know it it was it, it's very refreshing um and it sets my hopes high for the rest of the album Uh oh <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i can't wait i, I hope no, this doesn't suck you uh, know i actually do agree with you on the complexity of the song though uh, because like we've already been talking about it starts off like it's just the long intro with the ascending guitars and then kind of the mini solo in there and then it switches into the verse, which is just a completely different feel. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it wouldn't even seem like it's the same song um, if you just mm-hmm. started listening to the verse without hearing the intro before it. And then it switches to the chorus, which kind of goes back to the intro type of, I don't know, just kind of a rock. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know how you describe it, but... Um, I, it's, it really flawlessly transitions and that's something I'll give it. Yeah. And I yeah. really do enjoy that part of it. And it feels like you're kind of going through an adventure when you're listening to the song, mm-hmm. uh, because there are so many different mm-hmm. components of it. And by the end, it does conclude well as well. So I really do think yes. it's very well written and constructed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, everything, it makes sense. Like, as much as it changes, it makes sense, you know? Uh, which is something that, I mean, it could have gone horribly wrong with <laughs> how many different, you know, different tones are in the song. And then, you know, it's like, oh, hey, well, that actually fit into this one really big, cohesive uh, piece of art 
because all music is art, you know. Um, God, I hate myself this episode. Um, So, uh, do you guys have anything else before we move on to the music video? Because, oh boy, I'm excited to talk about the music video. Yeah, anything That's all I've got. Nope. Um, Great. The, the only other, th- I mean, if I didn't say it before, it, I just want to make sure I get it in there. Is that for, for that piano in the in the verses? Um, mm-hmm. The the other artist that makes me think of is Ben Folds. Hmm. So next time you listen, <laughs> see if that. That's um interesting. I can hear it. Yeah. yeah. This is me listening to it in my head. Uh, but of course, the only things that I hear are, you know, The Luckiest and Bitches Ain't Shit. Those are the only two songs by Ben Folds I know. Um, which, boy, are they on different sides of the spectrum. Um, so, uh, the music video for this, pitch perfect with the song. Uh, Weezer videos have a tendency to not make a lot of sense. Uh, with the song. I don't know if you've noticed this or not. Uh, I'm thinking specifically of the Hashpipe music video. Uh, <laughs> and the original Island in the Sun. No, both Island in the Sun. No, the original Island in the Sun music video. Because the one with the puppies makes complete sense. Because uh, that's the island I want to be on. Um, but this, it just, it fits so well. So you've got Rivers, who's this like put-upon roadie. Uh, who is, um, oh my god, I actually, I stole that phrase completely from the Weezerpedia. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, here we go, let me try a different, uh, we have this, uh, we have this roadie who is, uh, put upon, there, switched it around, um, by a, uh, very, uh, what, what's the best way to put this? Uh... I'm trying to think of a good word. Not demanding, but uh, very meticulous mm, mm-hmm. uh, in a mean way. Well, well, there mean is there, there is that play thing they're playing on with the with these, this bowl of green M and M's. Are you not yeah. familiar with the story? Oh, is, oh, is for not? sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, hey, yeah, okay. you should talk about this, Eric. <laughs> Considering you're you're talking about the huh? uh, roadies for you know. <laughs> 7,000 weeks on uh, Almost Famous oh, yeah. okay. also on Pantheon Podcasts. See that? That's a natural mm-hmm. read. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you've got this, you, you know, and Eli- uh, Alicia, Elisha? Alicia Cuthbert? Uh, she plays uh, Wheeze. The lead singer, Wheeze. Because, uh, you know, it was before Weezer. But, you know, then he gets his confidence there at the end to go play uh, with the band after she storms out and all that. It's a, it's a, it's a good video. Yeah. Like it, I thoroughly enjoy this one. It's, it's a little um, Foo Fighters esque. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, well, and it makes sense because this was also when they went on their Foozer tour. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, which was Foo oh. Fighters and, and oh. Weezer. So, um, and yes, uh, Carl Koch is in this music video. He's at, at first, vendor. I thought he was that, that 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 person, the actor playing that character, was uh, that uh, Andy Dick. 
You know Andy Dick <laughs> from News Radio? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with Andy Dick. Uh, you mean the Andy Dick show? Come on. Uh-oh. Like, let's, uh, let's go with the actual proper uh, good thing that he was in. Uh-huh. Um, that was a mm-hmm. big joke. Uh, disparaging News <laughs> Radio now. <laughs> Don't like it. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we going to make it through this season, Eric? <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's... Uh, it, it, it's it's a cool video it it fits well i think also with the idea of the the album title make believe <laughs> i just thought of this okay so i'm working this through as i'm talking so you've got this this roadie this put upon roadie uh a la weezerpedia is what they say uh who is he he wants so desperately to be on stage but he can't uh, because of whatever reason. And then, uh, you know, our good buddy Scott Schreiner is like, come on, buddy, come play with us. And he's like, oh, I can't believe it. See? See what I did there? Totally works. Totally works with the, uh, you know, the idea of uh, dreams, is, I think is a big, and I'm being serious here. Mm-hmm. Uh, dreams are a big part of this album. You know, uh, you're you're looking at at perfect situation where you want to be with a girl. You're looking at Beverly Hills where you want to be rich and famous. Uh, you're looking at We Are All on Drugs, which is about either wanting to be on drugs or not wanting to be on drugs. <laughs> you know, where it's got these kind of uh, these ideas that they'd like to see come to fruition. Uh, so they're make believing from through their music. So. It fits. I think it fits well. I think it fits well with the album title. Wow, man, I'm so smart. Uh, um, uh, you didn't mention um, the director is Mark uh, Mark Webb. Yeah, who f- fittingly went on to direct the two amazing Spider-Man movies. Mm. Well, so this was his best work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Can you imagine being the you know a fan in the audience? Oh boy, I can't wait to see what Mark Webb, director of my favorite music video, Perfect Situation, does with Spider Man, and then uh, leaving that leaving that theater so disappointed, so disappointed. Um, but that's for another time. Uh, Eric and I will talk about that on our Patreon at some point. Um, <laughs> but if the fans uh, want us to, that's exactly. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your opinions. Um, yeah, so anything else from you guys before we get to our uh, kind of other stuff? I think that covered everything I had. Cool, cool. You know, I think I just wanted to add something more. I think, uh, again, is it Alicia? I guess, oh, I'm, I guess we're going with Alicia. But, you know, in the video, she really represents that kind of person where it's just the total opposite of what Rivers really is. I mean, like you say, he kind of dreams sometimes, and maybe he does enjoy, you know, spending time with her on occasion, but at the same time, Rivers is just kind of this more shy, awkward character, whereas she is mm-hmm. the completely opposite, outgoing, and kind of crazy character, and they really play great foils or contrasts in this video, and it's just another... I think the Beverly Hills video as well is in, I know you're probably have already talked about that in the Beverly Hills episode, but 
you know, I think the Beverly Hills um, (laughs) video also kind of represents this idea of Rivers is in a situation that he just completely is, maybe he's enjoying it, but he's completely uncomfortable at the same time. And I can see that in this video as well. And I really appreciate, you know, what the director did with this video. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that is a good take. That is a great take. Big fan. Uh, <laughs> oh, and I, I, I did sounded have... really sarcastic, but it's not. Um, and I did have the one last thing uh, uh, for, for the Wheeze band name. Mm-hmm. Could, are we sure, like, do we have a really great reason for why they did that? Because <laughs> could, it, could it have just been a, a, um, a mistake, a printing mistake on the t-shirts? <laughs> How can we use these? <laughs> absolutely. That's, that's a band that that's we were named absolutely first. what it is. Um, so I just looked up Elijah Cuthbert, Cuthbert on, uh, on IMDb. Well, first I want to read the Weezerpedia entry. Mm-hmm. On uh, Elijah Cuthbert, so I'll take two seconds. Sit, sit in, uh, because we're gonna. This is a this is a long one. Uh, Elisha Cuthbert, born November thirtieth, nineteen eighty two, is a Canadian actress who appears in the music video for Perfect Situation as the lead singer of the fictional band Weeze. She is later replaced by Rivers Cuomo and Weezer. We damn it, son of a bitch. Uh, she is later replaced by Rivers Cuomo and Weeze becomes Weezer. That's it. Uh, but her IMDb, she was in The Girl Next Door. I believe she was the titular Girl Next Door. Yeah. Um, which, great movie. Uh, I, just, I haven't seen it. Uh, she's in The Ranch, which I've heard is a good show on Netflix. So, like, she's actually a big-name actress, you know. Uh, most importantly, she was Megan slash young girl in uh, the TV series Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, which, you know, like I said, the most important thing. Uh, she was also in Mail to the Chief from the wonderful world of Disney. So, uh, there you go. Elisha <laughs> Cuthbert. Uh, but, uh, hey Eric, who covered this song? Yeah, well, we have uh, one of our usuals, the string tribute players, but then uh, the other, the other one uh, is. Uh, I don't think he's done. I don't think we've had him as being uh, as having covered any of our previous songs. Uh, Richard Cheese from uh, Great Britain. He's a pop- popular uh, uh, cover song coverer. In a somewhat comedic way, but I mean, you know, he's not parodying, but he's doing kind of a little more loungy style, you know. Is how, oh, how it, oh. is the style is the genre that he puts more pop rock. Did he do into. the Down with the Sickness version that was in the uh, the new Dawn of the Dead? I'm not aware of that. Oh well, he. Uh, released three new CDs in 2015. Uh, one of them is called The Lounge Awakens, uh, which is uh, Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine yeah. live at the Mos Eisley Spaceport Cantina, which is very important to us. Um, it's a Star Wars tribute, in case you couldn't tell. Um, 
Yes, it was. Richard Cheese's cover of Disturbs Down With the Sickness was featured in the 20, 2004 Zack Snyder-directed remake of Dawn of the Dead. Very, I'm very glad I know that, the information there. Um, so that's it. That's who we have. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all for covers, yeah. Is this on Rocksmith? Uh, it is. This was one that uh, released, uh, I think, uh, just uh, towards the end of early around, you know, back uh, uh, an album or two ago, while we were mm-hmm. recording. And I, I definitely brought it up then, and I probably played it once, and <laughs> I bought, I went ahead and bought it, and played it once, and haven't checked back in on it. Well, unfortunately, is it? It's in on like Rock Band too, isn't it? As well, it's. I'm trying to remember. It was a uh, Rock Band Three DLC. Sorry, huh? I'm I'm very sorry. Well, yeah, I'm the Rock Band Three, that. and that 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 makes a lot of sense because that's the one that uh, introduced playing with a real guitar, mm-hmm. the ability to do that in their system. It's a uh, it's a level three difficulty yeah. for guitar. Just so you know, so <laughs> I don't know if you're only at level two right now, Eric, but uh, <laughs> you know, um, so. Uh, like I said, the past couple episodes, we are introducing a new segment. Uh, it's uh, one-sentence song reviews from my wife, uh, who is not really a Weezer fan. And by not really, I mean not at all. Uh, so, Perfect Situation is another one of those songs that was kind of uh, very ubiquitous of the time. Like, both her and I were, you know, in high school and everything. Like, it was uh, it was kind of well-known at the time. Uh, so, she had heard it. You know, I asked her before. I'm like, "Oh, have you heard the song?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Um, so she uh, she said, uh, "If the song comes on the radio, I might not switch it off." <laughs> so that is uh, Joanna's reviews. Uh, <laughs> Joanna's one one sentence reviews. Uh, all right, so now it's time for our ratings. Uh, again, we like to start with the guest. You know how it goes. Matt being the number one super fan of the show. Uh, next to Jeff. Shout-outs to Jeff. Uh, so Coming you know you, how the Jeff. rating... You could, yeah, he's actually <laughs> on the show. Um, so 0 to 10, uh, your personal ranking of this song. Very excited to hear about it. Yeah, so... I'm going to get a little complex on you guys. Um, oh I'm actually going to break it down uh, by three different aspects. Uh, my favorite aspects I always listen to when I listen to a Weezer song, uh, the reasons why I like them. Uh, that is the guitar, the verses, and the chorus. So for this song, honestly, I really, really do enjoy the guitar a lot. Um, mm-hmm. For Like I said, I had a confession that I haven't listened to Make Believe in its entirety. But of the two songs that I've heard, this is the best guitar. Um, a very high praise uh, for, <laughs> for the guitar on this song. Right. But, um, you know, I would give it's the guitar probably It's better than Beverly eight, Hills. <laughs> uh, like an 8 out of 10, I think that's fair. Uh, it's not... It, it definitely matches some things that you can hear in the Blue Album. Um, mm-hmm. The verse, I've already said I really did enjoy the verse. I think the lyrics are well-written and, you know, he's sings them well whatever i'd say that's about a seven and the chorus is really what brings down the rating for me i just honestly i just 
I just I really do despise the the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I really wish they would do a cover of the song in their next album and just redo the chorus in, in some way. Uh, but for me, I, I give the chorus a one. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling a pitchfork here, but I just, I really do dislike the chorus a lot. Um, overall, honestly, I'd give it a five or a six, um, the, whole, the whole song in general. Um, I think, you know, for me, actually, like a, a five, six is, it's good. It's not great. Mm. It's not bad. It's just it's good. Like I, I enjoy it. Um, again, like your wife, I would not turn it off if I heard it on the radio. Um, <laughs> but I will say that multiple times I have put this song on, listened to about a minute of it, and then changed the song. And then I'll come back to it, listen to that first minute again because the first minute is really what hooks me. I I really do it's enjoy so that good. a lot. Um, so yeah, that's my rating. I'd give it a, I'll say a 5.5 just to make it between the two. Well, but, but you, you did say seven for the verse, right? Yeah. Eight, yeah, seven, and one. Just... Well, that actually averages out to five and a third. <laughs> well, there we go. Five so, yeah. and a third. <laughs> <laughs> so 5.333 with a yes, line over exactly. the top or whatever you do. Yeah. <laughs> We're, uh, so like we have our, our, back-end spreadsheet that we, we put all the information in and uh, I'm just witnessing Eric kind of just manipulate it and I'm like what is going on and then finally I see what what he's doing he's actually averaging it out for you so um, what a Weezer podcast full of nerds no way I love uh, my spreadsheets <laughs> all right Eric uh, what a oh by the way that was a very very spectacular uh, version of rating, yeah, like that was that's, that that's was... a first. You know, I mean, we've had our previous. Okay, like the people that will like. Okay, I'm going to start it with at a ten, and then just take off a point or <laughs> right. <That> was... <laughs> this would be an eight point uh, yeah. five if they didn't say that slur. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Eric, what do you got? What's your rating? I will give this song "Perfect Situation" a seven. Seven. All right. Good. And do you want to elaborate on that, or are you good? It's yeah. I mean, it's it's. I, I think the chorus. Yeah, for me too. I mean, I, I think I I think I take it down a lot more for the chorus. I, I'm not as I'm not as thrilled with that smoothness that I think you guys are talking about. I mean, it's okay, but it's it's a it's a little too uh, you know the the American Idol the people that go on the runs, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know running the uh, note you know yeah yeah it's like just sing the freaking national anthem yeah. like it's not that hard <laughs> why do you have to embellish so much it's so frustrating um so uh i'm apparently in the minority here i love the chorus i think the chorus is fantastic uh but also and i think this is a very important thing to to distinguish i always hear it going down as opposed to going up. And I would be very interested yeah. to hear other people's opinions on Perfect Situation. And to let me know if they go up or down. And how they feel about the chorus of the song. I would really like to hear about that. Uh, our scientific study of Weezer's <laughs> Perfect Situation. Um, that being said, I will give it an 8. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a really good tune. I think it's uh, it. 
it's better than Beverly Hills. I still think they should have led with this. I think it would be it would have been a great, uh, great opener. Um, I understand why they didn't lead with it, but you know, mistakes were made. So. I mean, it wasn't even the second single; it was the third single. Exactly. <laughs> you think it should exactly. have been the first? <laughs> it's like you chose. We are all on drugs over this. It's like, what's wrong with you? What do you think you're doing? This was a poor decision, River Squamo. I'm not gonna do this right now. I'm not. We had a good episode. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so, again, can uh, let us know where we can uh, find your band. Yeah, so I we are on Instagram and purely Instagram. <laughs> We're just concentrating on Instagram. And that is Inverness95, um, spelled I-N-V-E-R-N-E-S-S-95. That's uh, great. So we're, we're, we might have to... Do you have anything on like YouTube or anything that I can watch? Not as of yet. Uh, you know, we actually got together about, mm, I'd say six months ago or so, and probably played about 10 shows uh, since we gotten together. But it definitely took a while to get all the songs. Like I said, last time we played 47 songs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it took us a while to get in, and um, we're still kind of putting stuff together. But... Uh, Instagram for now is where we put all our clips from the shows and stuff and let people know where the next shows are. Great. So, uh, and you're based in Sacramento, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Well, California, when this is all over, (laughs) (laughs) enjoy. Um, So, uh, I'm Zach Frecking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at The Informal Log. And I was Eric Nash. Uh, I also host uh, Almost Famous Minute and the old show Watchmen Minute. Go check those out. Uh, Yeah, and Almost Famous Minute and this show are both part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Uh, You can check us out at pantheonpodcasts.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Pantheon Pods. Hold on, at Pantheon Pods. Do you say at? Do you need to say at? (laughs) Apparently that went away for Instagram. But I don't. I don't think it has for Twitter. <laughs> so, oh, but good. but okay. but Pantheon Pods doesn't have an Instagram anyway. But <laughs> right. Well, but in okay. general, N- neither do we. Uh, <laughs> at feels like Weezer. But you can check us out on Twitter at feels like Weezer. Uh, I'm going to keep saying at because it's like that is where you can find me. You can find me at this location. I mean, that's how I would say my address. Which is no, I'm kidding. Um, so yes, at feels like Weezer. On Twitter, you can find us on Facebook, Feels Like Weezer. You can check out our uh, Feels Like Weezer Listener Society, uh, where you can uh, weigh in on this up-down debate. Um, that is also on Facebook. Just a few simple questions to join. Um, and uh, you can also go to our Tee Public, where we have awesome shirts um, and uh, masks right now. Uh, they do take forever to get out there, though, so just be aware. Uh, when if you're ordering a mask through Tee Public, it will take a bit for for them to get there, but they're totally worth it. Um, we get, what, what we've got some pretty cool designs that fit well on a mask. So uh, we're talking about like face masks. We're not talking about like <laughs> Halloween masks, uh, wrestling can, masks, wrestling masks. Uh, <laughs> you can look. You too can look like Rey Mysterio. Um, he's jumping from the top rope. Anyway, so. Uh, you can uh, always leave us a review on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. It's a free, easy way to help out the show. Um, 
And uh, you can send us an email at feelslikeweezer at gmail.com. <laughs> Sound like I screwed that one up. <laughs> nope. Feelslikeweezer at gmail.com. <laughs> and we're going to edit it out. Um, okay. I don't have anything else. I can't. <laughs> I'm running on fumes right now, Eric. This is the longest recording session we've ever done. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, you want to... Yep, ready for clapping? I'm ready to... to, I was going to say clap some cheeks, but we're not going to do that. (laughs) We're not going to say that. I'm clapping my hands so you all know. Yep. (laughs) All right, let's do that. Here we go. (laughs)